When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. your hands up if you are excited because i am because look we have now gone past 2021 and we have now got to the first row of 2022 which means we retire all of our counters here on ups and downs but we have to look at the totals and over the last 12 months wwe did 127 distraction finishes and 70 disqualification finishes. Now, given there's only 52 weeks in a year, you can see that maybe we're doing this a little bit too much, but don't worry. Even though those counters are gone, we introduced brand new ones in 2022 and the long-awaited and fabled interruption counter. Meaning when a wrestler has a microphone in their hand, if somebody does come out and interrupt them, we bring down the board and we give it a one. And if you were thinking, why you're not going to get very high with that, Simon, just wait until the end of the show and you will already be proven wrong. Hello, my name is Simon One Culture. Thank you for joining me. Happy New Year. I don't know what that was. Don't have a trumpet in my hand. And yes, let's take the finger of power and give the good bits an up and the bad bits a down for Monday Night Raw. a pretty good way to start Raws, wasn't it? Because after we had a big recap from the day one pay-per-view, the camera zoomed into the ring, and who was stood there? None other than Paul Heyman. This was the Heyman of old, though, who introduced Brock Lesnar and did the whole, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman, and Brock did come to the ring as the brand new WWE champion, and then he got the steel steps, he put them in the squared circle, and then he stood on it like he just won a Formula One race. And if you don't know, don't worry about it. He also told Roman Reigns that he was the real controller, sorry, the real world champion. So now I'm crossing everything going, unify the titles, unify the titles, unify the titles, although they want. And he also turned to Paul Heyman. He said, oh, Paul, I love you so much. Thank you for pulling all of the strings because that's how he got in the match. And that's how now he is the WWE champion. Paul Heyman then took over. And seriously, who cuts a promo and tells a story as well as this guy? And he also dropped a great line where it's like, look, what did I tell you? I was kicked out from Roman Reigns' house for about a week, and within those seven days, he went and got COVID. He then started running down, but also putting over Seth Rollins, Big E, Bobby Lashley, and Kevin Owens, because of course, those four are going to fight later in a number one contender match. And I totally understand this wasn't the plan for Raw, 
But flood me, it's exciting. So I enjoyed all of this, and don't worry, we actually do get a proper number one contender later on, but it doesn't mean that I'm not upset for Big E, and it doesn't mean that I am going to wish with everything in my body, including my tootsie toes, that he gets a second run as the champion. Because the first one wasn't really that good, and it wasn't even his fault. He was just never allowed to win a match. Point was, in terms of the opening of Raw, it's getting it up. I then got a little bit confused about what we're doing with RK Bro. Because the booking just a little bit weird. Because even after Chad Gable and Otis had been absolutely wrecked in singles action, all of a sudden we were doing the tag team match and Alpha Academy won. We also did the whole thing with Otis when Riddle was going for an RKO, but Otis was like, ha ha, you can't RKO me. I was like, wait, Mr. Otis, please don't, you know, like kill me or nothing. But that was your story up until last week. <laughs> when WWE just ended it because Randy Orton gave you an RKO. Now on the one hand, great, Alpha Academy won a match and they deserve a massive push in 2022, but also on the other one, it should just read, although you'd never be able to fit it on my hand, this was not planned out, so we just pulled it out our ass. But look, once again, Otis and Chad Gable did get a victory, which made me feel all warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum. And also, we did have some funny stuff between Randy Orton and Riddle before we began. And I swear, Randy must have no idea what Riddle is going to say to him here, because he was talking about his New Year's resolutions, one of which, which was going to the shops with Randy Orton, because they need to pick up some goods. And you could just see Randy Orton's lip quivering because he didn't know it was coming. So yes, in short, I would appreciate if WWE did focus a little bit on their tag team division, but this probably means RK Bro versus Alpha Academy for the titles, and it will be so good, because all four guys are so good. And that's why I'm giving it up. I'm also just in a good mood. Lashley and MVP were then being interviewed, and Lashley just got the microphone and went, Brock Lesnar is scared of me. And I was like, yes, this is exactly the line that we should be following. Although the same can't be said for Omos. So we had a long video package recapping everything between the big man and AJ Styles. And then when we cut to Kevin Patrick, who just went, Omos, what did you think about that? Omos just took his hand, covered Bert's face, and basically said something like, that's how I feel about that. And that's one of the silliest things I've ever seen anybody do. I mean, what were you trying to achieve? And then, man, I swear, I lost my damn mind. And why? Well, because for the second week running, kind of, but not really, but it was still basically the same match, we had Tazawa in the place of our truth teaming up with Tamina. What's that? Hey, no, nobody's Mina. Going against Dana, Brooke, and Reggie. It went about a minute. Reg won once again with the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. And I honestly don't know what we're doing here. Can we go back to those vignettes where they were like in a park and they jumped over a hill and went, oh my gosh, is a mountain? They were more fun. Down. Becky Lynch promo was next and following on from what I just said, it does kind of feel like we're stuck in a time loop. Because as usual, when she came out, all the fans went, oh my gosh, it's Becky Lynch. And they went, oh no, wait, we're meant to boo her. So kind of went, boo, boo, but really half-heartedly. Meaning when she did get in the ring, she had to try really hard in order to keep these jeers up. She was also going, man, I'm the GOAT, I'm the best ever. And I know a bunch of women in the back have a New Year's resolution, because of course it is now 2022, to beat me. But that ain't going to happen, because I'm Becky Lynch. I don't care about any of that, though, because get out your diaries, get out your calendars, and mark the 4th of January 2022, because it's the first time I get to say, bring down. The interruption counter doesn't it look beautiful. Yes, it does. Mark it up to one because before Becky Lynch could finish, out came Liv Morgan 
ready to interrupt. My prediction for this as well is that it's going to be well over 200. Again, you'll have some evidence in a moment. And WWE made Liv do that thing where she went, well, I may not have won the match, but I'm so proud of myself for coming so close. And we got to do that because it just makes you sound like a loser. Lynch jumped all over Morgan after this and said, sure, one day you will be champion, but it's after I retire. But once again, I didn't care about any of this because bring it down, mark it up to two because Bianca Belair then interrupted. Bianca's whole point as well was that, look, Becky Lynch, I would have come after you much sooner, but I had to deal with Dewdrop first. But now that's out the way, I want my championship back. And then Becky Lynch just dropped both of them because she said, here's what you should do. Go start a group for women that have lost to me. Although, wait, you don't need to do that because it already exists. And it's known as the Raw Women's Locker Room. And you just got to applaud that. That's a pretty good put down. Sadly, our hero's retort was not as good because they were like, well, how would you know you haven't been in the locker room in ages? I was like, well, that was a stupid thing to say because that just makes big time Bex feel like an even bigger star. Don't worry about any of that, though, because the long and the short of it is that Liv and Bianca beat up Becky Lynch for a while and then Liv Morgan and Bianca Belair hit each other for a while and then Becky Lynch was back and she laid everybody out because WWE loves heels. So I will say that this did start a little bit wonky, but actually by the end of it, I was quite intrigued about all of this, mostly because at the time I thought it was going to head towards a triple threat match. I will explain more in a minute, but I am going to give it up. Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins were then hanging out backstage together, and this made me so happy because I love them as a team. Rollins was also pondering whether he should rip Paul Heyman's tongue out. I was like, <laughs> Seth Rollins, you really weird. And Kevin Owens said, no, don't worry about that. Let's come up with a plan where we help each other all the way through to the Royal Rumble. Because at that pay-per-view, excuse me, premium live event, which definitely isn't porn, one of us can then become the champion and the other one can be the first challenger. So he's smart. Rollins agreed and walked off, but the first thing Kev did was shout to him, are you sure you understand and will go through with this plan? And I like that because you're just placing seeds of doubt. And I will tell you now, I bet at WrestleMania, we get Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. Fine by me. And then, well, shame on me. Because it was Carmella and Zelina Vega defending their women's tag team championships against Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash. And I forgot that they existed. <laughs> that sounds bad. I completely forgot about the tag titles. And then it all re-hit me at once. And then I remembered why I forgot in the first place. Down. Because it was just nothing. I think it went around about two minutes. And eventually, Nikki Ash got hit by the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. The surprise roll-up. And that was it. Rhea Ripley looked on like she'd just seen a ghost. Or realised how badly she'd been treated ever since she did get to the main roster. And I'm just going to hope once again that one of these just turns heel. And we can try and breathe some life back into this feud. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. We then had some really odd Royal Rumble declarations because the Mysterios are like, yeah, sure, we'll be in the Royal Rumble. And then the Street Profits did the same. So this was basically like going, who cares about the tag team division? Which ties into what I said earlier. This then got even weirder too because it was the Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins taking on Apollo Crews, Commander, General, whatever the hell his name is, Aziz. And once again, it was really short. And eventually Montez just did that wonderful frog splash that makes you go, oh my gosh, how are you doing that? And he got the pin. And of course he pinned Apollo Crews because we can't pin a big guy in WWE. And while it was great to see the Street Profits get another W, especially because they lost at the pay-per-view, why have we taken the IC title off Apollo Crews and then gone, ha, 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 we're not going to do anything with you? He was really good. He had that character change. I was kind of excited. And now we are in the exact same position that we were. For that reason alone, he's getting it down. We also found out that later on we were going to get Dolphy Boy Ziggles taking on Damian Priest for the US Championship. But the stipulation this time is that if Damian does go all dark side Damo and get himself disqualified or whatever, he will lose the title. Damian Priest then addressed this because he said the following. Everybody knows there's this side of me that's furious, but if I can keep to the cool side, I will beat Dolph Ziggler, but it doesn't matter which side comes out because I'm going to beat him anyway. What? The craziness then continued because Dewdrop just burst into Sonya Deville and Adam Pearce's office and she was all like, oh, Grandpa, why don't you put me in some kind of match where I can become the champion? I wanted to go, uh, excuse me, excuse me, Miss Drop. In like your last three matches, your record is lost, lost, lost. Why the hell would anybody put you in this kind of position? Of course, in WWE, this is not how it works. And because Do had caused a massive fuss, these two went, OK, well, next week we're going to do Liv Morgan versus Bianca Belair versus Do Drop. And whoever wins will be the number one contender. So, yes, never forget, wins and losses absolutely don't matter. I was also, as we have mentioned Do Drop, that of course I was at home for a couple of days over the holiday seeing my parents who accidentally turned on WWE. This conversation actually happened. Is this that WWE stuff you watch? Yeah, but it's not all WWE stuff. It's called wrestling. All right, forget that. What? what did she just... <laughs> did she just say her name was Dewdrop? No. Yes, she did. What the hell is a Dewdrop? I don't know. We hate that you're our son. All right, not all of that happened, but they were absolutely perplexed that there was a wrestler called Dewdrop. Do with that what you will. And then for some reason this week, Damien Priest was able to hold on to his temper... I don't know. It was really good, though, because it was Damian Priest taking on Dolph Ziggler for that US Championship. And because they know how to work a wrestling match, they had a really good wrestling match. And they absolutely reeled in the fans with this whole, oh, my gosh, is Damian going to go crazy? So fair play to all involved. They made it work up. There's also this really good bit where Bobby Roode did get involved, which allowed Dolph Ziggler to hit the Famouser for a really close near fall. And then we got another one because Priest was like, ah, I'm so angry. He went after Roode with a chair, but he changed his mind, which allowed Dolph Ziggler to hit the zigzag for another close false finish. I thought, man, this is really good. Eventually, Damien was able to hit the reckoning instead, get the 1-2-3, and retain his championship. Now, please, WWE, you must see that no matter what you throw at him, Damien Priest is really good. Make sure there's a ready-made feud leading into the Royal Rumble, leading into WrestleMania, and hopefully in 2022, it can be Priest's year. WWE then kind of ruined my interruption counter 
on the very first damn day. Because Austin Theory found Vince McMahon in the back and straight away he was like, oh my gosh, Vince, I'm so sorry, I kind of interrupted you. And Vince was like, oh man, I hate you, you interrupted me. And I was like, well, he didn't really interrupt him, it just went into his office. What am I meant to do now? It then went even more bonkers because Austin was all like, oh, I just wanted to come in here and ask when I could have my rewatch with Finn Balor. And Vince went, you're not going to have that. Instead, you shall enter the Royal Rumble and maybe you will win and maybe you will main event WrestleMania. And you can just imagine Austin's theory's face. He probably thought he'd just won the lottery. And I don't actually think it's that smart unless Austin is going to win the Rumble, which you could do. That's how we build new stars. But given because they did mention all this, bring it down. Interruption counter is back. It rolls up to three. Because if they're going to say it, I'm taking it as red. And did you think we were done there? Nope. Ah, it's ridiculous. Because out came Miz and Maurice to just moan and groan and be really sad about everything that had happened at the day one pay-per-view. But of course, that ended with the return of Beth Phoenix after they had been speaking, honestly, for around about 74 hours. Out came the Copelands, which means, yes, they interrupted. There it is again. Four. And we don't need to hang around long with this one because you already know the deal. Edge and Beth said, hey, at the Royal Rumble, why don't we have a mixed tag team match? Maurice didn't want to do it. Miz said yes. And then afterwards, Maurice was so angry at her husband, it wouldn't have surprised me if she had got the microphone and said, I want a divorce. That was my attempt at a French accent, and it was absolutely terrible. And I will admit that I'm not massively into this food, and all these segments are just so elongated, we can achieve them in half the time. But I do enjoy Beth Phoenix being back, and I bet when you focus on the human side of this, all four of these guys are probably over the moon. They get to do this at a big pay-per-view, and for that reason alone, and it is just okay, it's getting up. We then had a great Biggie promo after this, where he just spat fire, because he was talking about losing his WWE Championship and how he's not not going to be upset about it because it said he's going to climb back to the top and become the champion again and i need this 2022 is a long old year we do have separate brands so if you wwe cannot come up with a way to make biggie the champion once again well there's nothing i can do about it apart from come on my show and make a fuss and believe you me i will and then my friends i was torn like Natalie and Brulia, damn it. Because after weeks of teasing, we finally did get to Omos versus AJ Styles, and we basically did exactly what I assumed that WWE was going to do, and really, given everything we had done with Omos, what we had to do. Because basically, Styles was throwing himself around the whole time and trying to chop the big man down. He wasn't able to do it, including going for the phenomenal forearm, where Omos just swatted him out of the sky like a fly. He then did this crazy slam thing off the top rope, and then hit him with a tree slam, or the commentators called it a choke slam. It was just some kind of a slam. And he pinned him one, two, three, and essentially, he squashed AJ Styles one of the best professional wrestlers ever. But look, what else were we meant to do? The whole point of teaming up Omos with AJ was to give him all the momentum in the world and try and turn him into a future champion. And while I do think he's getting there slowly, he's obviously not ready for that spot at the moment. But to get him there, he needs to be doing this to major stars. So you can't really complain about it. So it certainly wasn't great by any stretch of the imagination, but it was short, which in this context was the right thing to do. So I do think we have to give it an up. Well, we are giving it an up. I am going to wait and see and keep my eye on it. So I am kind of intrigued, but also a little bit baffled. I then died. Because not only did we get a little video package telling us that Alexa Bliss's journey to return to Raw starts next week, so either she'll be there or get a bunch of backstage segments, I realized we are almost at the end of the show. And while we are advertising Alexa Bliss's return, there was 
absolutely nothing for this. So either he will just turn up from nowhere or he is no longer headed to Raw, even though since around about October, I have been told that Veer is heading to Raw. So maybe he has just literally gone to every single arena in the United States and he gave up. And he rang WWHQ and said, cut them, kill the videos. I can't do this anymore. It is ruining my life. This is just so awful though, because it means we had no plan for Veer. And it's professional wrestling. You could come up with anything you wanted. Make him an astronaut. Out comes, I don't know, Veer Venus. You could call it Veer Venus, I'm an astronaut. And that's why it took me so long, because I was hanging out on a planet. But honestly, it's just so, so bad. And so, so unfair, and it's getting it down. All of this did lead to our main event, though, which was, of course, Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens versus Big E versus Bobby Lashley, the match we were going to get at the day one pay-per-view, and it was just brilliant. It was just tremendous. It made me feel so great about professional wrestling, and it's getting it up. Like at the pay-per-view, we weren't mucking around at all, because one of the first things we saw was Big E doing that crazy spear onto Kevin Owens, through the ropes onto the floor, although he didn't actually get all of it. And then back in the ring, Bobby Lashley, Ashley was just wrecking everyone to the point the crowd started going, Bobby, Bobby, because of course they did. For months now, he has been a badass and being a badass is really cool. He then did crash through Barry Barricade after he was going to do a spear, but Kevin Owens got out of the way. And of course we have to destroy Baz on every single episode of WWE. Otherwise we don't fulfill his contract obligations. And then Owens and Rollins really did go full in with their plan because they got Big E and they gave him a powerbomb through Alan the announce table. So these two were just working together. And they continued to do this as planned, but then there was this amazing bit where Big E looked at Bobby and Bobby looked at Big E, and they were like, well, man, we're gonna have to come together to stop these two idiots, and they all started to brawl, and Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins were so scared, they legged it through the crowd all the way to the concessions area. So Big E was like, all right, and he picked up Kevin Owens, and he slammed it through a merchandise table. So this was just so tremendous, and then it got even better, because. Kevin Owens climbed up to this crazy platform and he dived onto everyone. So as soon as you are done with ups and downs, if you do not plan to watch this match, change whatever you were going to do today, this was a great main event. And there was even more goodness because after Owens and Rollins had taken out Big E and Seth had given him a frog splash, Kev was actually going to let Seth get the pin because he believed in their plan. Somebody that didn't was Bobby Lashley, and he broke up this one, two, three, and then he was just spearing everybody. He went crazy. Given that he didn't get Kevin Owens, though, Owens was like, all right, I'm going to give you a stunner, and you already know how that ended. Bobby got out of the way. He hit Kev with the spear. He did indeed get the pinfall, and now Bobby Lashley is the number one contender, and at the Royal Rumble, finally, finally, after all this time, it is Brock Lesnar versus Bob and you can plug me in for this match. And you can't get mad at that, especially because Lashley has been asking for this for ages, so he actually did will it into existence. And there's probably going to be even more madness because straight afterwards, Kevin Patrick interviewed Brock Lesnar and he said, here's my comment about what I just saw. I'm going to go to SmackDown and confront Roman Reigns. So none of this may have been the plan, but when you link the two shows together, ooh, da lally, it makes it fun. And also, Lesnar was watching this match from a perfectly normal angle, which just goes to show you he is a super duper star. So while there was some nonsense on this episode of Raw, just because of the main event alone, oh my gosh, I had such a good time and it is getting it up. And I tell you this, here's my prediction. Of course, we'll talk about that nearer to the Rumble. Paul Heyman will screw over Brock Lesnar. Bobby Lashley will become the WWE Champion. Brock Lesnar will then go back after Roman Reigns properly. Big E will win the Raw Rumble, which sets us up for a tremendous WrestleMania. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.